because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania Live. As always, I am joined by my co-host for the Cinemania Live show. We have Hannah. Hannah, how are you? Hey, I'm good. What the fuck? <laughs> That's just that. What the fuck? I can't I even know. talk about anything else. What is going on here? All right. Everyone, it's very nice to have you all here. I really appreciate it. So today we are doing things a little bit differently. Uh, we still have our normal two segment kind of well, three segment kind of show. But in the third segment, for the first time today, we will be taking live, uh, I won't say phone calls, not really phone calls, but we'll say live phone calls, live inquiries, questions on the air in the third segment. I'm going to put a link up on Twitter and see how it goes. This is a trial by error kind of, uh, mm-hmm. kind of, ex- kind of sequence here. This is, this is our first time ever doing this, so... Uh, if you're a fan of the live show, if you're a fan of this kind of format, we'll continue to do it in the future. Not for every show, but if there's shows where it's just like news aren't really heavy or even like the news heavy shows, third segment, hopefully we can get some people to come on, give their thoughts. So we are going to be talking about that. So listen, usually Hannah and I would just bullshit for like 20 minutes talking about music, talking about like Twilight, <laughs> what Hannah watched, what I watched. But today is completely different because we have some like I don't even I'm not even sure breaking news is the answer. We have some death here on the show for the first time ever. Some groundbreaking news from Warner Brothers. Who else? And yeah, but before we get into that, I do want to see how Hannah's doing. Hannah, how are you? <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, I was doing better before the news yes. came out. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's just like it just getting fucking put hot. A damper I'm off my jacket. On my day. <laughs> <laughs> Take it off my jacket. I'm freaking I'm already getting worked up here. Oh, All right, I'm everyone. Feeling great. Just came off of watching Minari. But yep. fucking Warner Bros has to be like, "Hey." Yep. All right, everyone. So I guess we'll just get right into it, okay? Third segment we're going to have phone calls. We're going to get all kinds of all kinds of thoughts. So I'm very excited. All right. So it was announced like maybe two hours ago that Warner Brothers Studios' entire 2021 slate, all of their movies, not like a few films, not indie movies, all of their movies are going to be streaming on HBO Max and in movie theaters. So we have movies like Dune. We have we have uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, The Matrix Four, Kong, uh, Godzilla vs Kong, The Conjuring Three, Malignant from James Wan. So many movies are going Mortal Kombat. All of them are going straight to theaters and on 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 uh, on HBO Max. Now you would think, okay, so it's gonna be on HBO Max. Like the they're gonna do the universal thing like going hbo max like uh after like a certain couple of days nope they're going straight to hbo max the day of 
So you're going to have two options when Judas and the Black Messiah comes out. You're going to have option A, go see it in a theater, or option B, watch it on HBO Max. That's that's the news that they dropped today on everyone. They, they're calling it a one-year plan because we don't know how we're calling it a one a one thing plan because we don't know where theaters are going to be at you know in the future but um yeah before i go off hannah do you have any thoughts yeah it's just sad to be honest like i was angry at first but now i'm just kind of like sad about it because you you made a really good point on twitter where it's like a majority of the movie going audience are casuals they're not like us yes. who like you know are super into movies um so a lot of the box office revenue does come from just you know people who are like hey let's go see a movie today you know whatever um and with stuff like this if they know that they can watch it at home and they don't value that theater going experience like we do they're gonna watch it at home which is you know good for warner bros either way but for theaters you know places that we love to go that hurts Mm -hmm. them because people are are very much going to lean towards streaming instead of like having to like leave the house and you know all that crap and it's just it's just sad because this is like another like step towards theaters dying like this is like um making theaters die faster than they would have eventually because you know even without corona like it would have happened at some point uh it's mm -hmm. just kind of like leading toward that trajectory no matter what but this is just, you know, really putting the nail in the coffin where it's like, oh, yeah, this is, like, happening. Uh, yeah, this is, um, I think this is a fucking disaster, okay? So I'm not at the stage of sadness yet. That'll probably come later tonight when I'm, like, eating dinner and I'm just contemplating what the hell's going to happen to the movie theater. Because a lot of, and I'm, I'm genuinely surprised at the amount of people who are happy about this because... Now, listen, I, everyone knows the infamous, my infamous boss. I, I use my boss as an example for almost everything as far as a casual movie go. I use him, you know, and everyone expects someone like him to not have to worry about bringing his entire family to the movie theaters in 2021 and just having to just stay at home and watch whatever movie. So with that being said, I think this is a disaster because no one no one is understanding that casuals is what keeps the movie theaters open that's the honest to god truth that's the that's 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 it because if you get all of us critics every single critic in the US to go see one movie that one movie will probably, will probably make like 20 million dollars in the box office when you see banker when you see like when you see crazy numbers like the hundreds and the 200s those are not cinephiles those are casual fans, casual movie watchers. So the idea to drop your entire film slate and give casuals the option to go on to, to stay at home and not going to a theater. Mind you, the theater cost is already expensive to a casual person. And of course, they're going to choose to stay home. Maybe some will be like, um, okay, I want to go to a theater. I want to get out the house. But that, 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 that is a niche audience. Most of these people are going to go, are going to want to stay home, especially in 2021. 
I think this is a huge, 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 huge misfire for Warner Bros. I have no idea why they're panicking or why they're thinking and this is okay. They, I, I would at least understand it a little bit if Wonder Woman came out and did these crazy numbers on HBO Max and in theaters. But they, they just, they just, they're, they're already just shooting. Like Wonder Woman's not even out yet. It, it comes out in on 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 on, on Christmas. And we, you haven't even seen if this model worked yet. So you're just going to drop every, all, their entire slate is going to be on HBO Max. Not even like, okay, not even like a 14-day window, a seven-day window, a fucking two-day window. They had this they had this thing on YouTube where they're marketing, no, you're going to see it the same day. What fucker do you know is going to be like, dude, I can just wake up and go in my living room and watch, and watch Kong versus Godzilla? I'm not fucking going to the theater. Do you think theaters are gonna are gonna survive this event after after all this is over in 2021? They probably will, but I think this is a huge, huge blow to the to to the movie industry. I think this is a huge, huge blow to small creators who who uh, who 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 make indie movies and stuff, and no one's gonna see that. You think you think any people aren't even buying the uh, the smaller movies on VOD anymore. They're they're if it and and now as of right now, if it comes out in theaters, they're not they're not watching them. So like uh, indie indie flicks are probably gonna have a huge huge blow to uh to like when it comes to this to this news. It, it doesn't surprise me that they're, that they're doing this. I, I've said since day one that HBO Max is a disaster and they need something. And I guess this is the thing that's going to really, really put them up there with the Netflix and a Disney Plus. I hope to God a Disney Plus does not do this because the, the driving revenue of the box office is the MCU and like Disney movies. That's it. I mean, I'm sorry. It's the truth. So I, I have no idea why they're doing this. I mean, a lo- I'm seeing I don't a lot know of- why, why they're doing it. I just I'm seeing a lot of people who are just like, yeah, this is this is the future and this is this and that. I'm like, no, there's no fucking future for the movie theaters if this there's if no this future is how, for like, movies if there's not this, movie theaters. That's crazy just crazy to me. And like I I can be like Okay, for the first half of 2021, we're gonna just do this, do this until theaters are back open. But there, no, that Dune is going in there. If the Batman would have kept the 2020 release date, it would have done this too. The Suicide Squad is on this list. Uh, other movies that people were excited for, like Tom and Jerry and In the Heights and the and all these other Space Jam. I'm like, yo, this is insane to me. I have no idea who thought this was okay and like twitter is up in flames and and i'm just i'm seeing arguments from all all sides i'm seeing arguments of people who think this is smart for some reason for warner brothers to do this when i have no idea how it's fucking smart in the short term it's smart for hbo max but in the long term even then i think that it's going to be a blow to hbo max because of pirating yeah i i yo i'm i I was I mean, fucking Twitter. Literally, I promise you, probably one, two, three movies is probably trending right now. Like among yeah, I, Twitter, like everyone I, is saying, like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna be popping that up on my <laughs> laptop when these things drop." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm baffled. I, I, I cannot believe." It. And maybe I'm overreacting, but or I don't want some buffoon to be like Dwayne. But listen, like a couple of weeks ago, you were like happy about about Wonder Woman. Yo, that's one movie, bro. <laughs> That's one movie, and even like the other day, it was like kind of released that they were gonna think about other movies, not the entire fucking slate. I, I literally said this when Wonder Woman um wasn't out for. I, I said, 
I said it's cool with me that Wonder Woman's going to streaming because Wonder Woman isn't going to make or break, you know, theaters. Theaters, it's not. And I, and I, I remember one and of our that still uh, stands. Wonder Woman is not going to be the movie that makes or breaks theaters. It's not going to be the movie that even makes the most, like, would have made the most money, you know, next year, twenty twenty. This year, so this year too. Like, if it came out this year, yeah, it wouldn't. If, without Corona, it wouldn't have been, you know, near. I think no, you know, it'd be like top five, top six. five. But I think I still think there's probably like four or five or six movies above Wonder Woman that would have made more money. So next it's like, year as well. I yeah, I'm 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 like listen and and like Larry Larry I we I was like he um one of my my co one of the other co-hosts from the from the show he's like uh yeah like this is a, a blow to theaters this is when Wonder Woman and then they did this and I'm like yo like he called it because he kept saying like oh this is this is just gonna it's gonna it's gonna spark like a whole new thing and i don't know if warner brothers saw that like wonder woman going on hbo max was like trending or they got a huge uptick for uh from like hbo max new H- hbo yeah. max subscribers um they took out the free trial because they fucking know that this, this thing's gonna boom and whatnot i i think for the short it it, it makes so much sh- uh, sense for the short term to do this but i'm i'm thinking long term and i'm thinking like i went to movies every week and and i have and and you think the casuals that that go to movies like twice a year three times a year maybe four times a year are gonna are, are gonna go to the movies when they have the option to watch it at home we saw trolls they said yeah trolls trolls like the biggest our biggest like movie and uh, you know when we put it on vod i'm like well yeah because, like, I mean, we're at home. It's home. It's one payment. If you're a family, you're not paying for, like, four people. It's one payment of $15 or however the fuck money it is, and then you just stay home. I, I don't blame casuals for doing this, but I'm just baffled at so many people who are just, yeah, this is this is the move. No, how? Like, how? Explain how? How is this the move? I just... What the fuck? And and honestly, too, what pisses me off the most is that, yo, could you imagine if fucking Disney did this? Could you imagine? Oh, yeah. Could you imagine the hypocrisy if Disney, if Disney said, yo, next year, all of our movies are going are going on streaming? Because that includes the Disney movies, that includes the Fox movies, and all that stuff. Can you fucking imagine the outrage? Oh, my God, this is like, this is creating no more jobs for people for next, like this, it, it would have been crazy. But Warner Brothers is smart, and, and they're geniuses, and they're like the new future of, of film this is the way of the future movies are not dead these are coming from critics we do not make up the box office critics do not make up box office when you see a movie that made a billion dollars i promise you a small portion of that is critics i promise you like a like a, a tenth of that money is critics we are not the abundance of movie of movie of people going to the movies that is casuals that is families that is couples those are the people going to the movies those are them those are the people who are who are making the box office thrive not us we don't mean shit when it comes to box office most of the time that's why you would never see like a fucking mank make like a hundred million dollars in a box office that's why you would never see like a fucking ammonite make make like a make like 300 million dollars in the box office they'll do like 20 million and then and, and then they die because that's us going to see it. The, the casuals aren't seeing those kind of movies. Some of them will. Obviously, some of them, some of those movie casuals are cinephiles like us, and they do go some, go see some of those movies. But I promise you, this is not good. And I could be wrong in a year from now, and movie theaters are booming in 2022. But I fucking doubt it. Unless you put Avengers 5, 
with like with like DC merging with Avengers or something bullshit, then I like this is this is this is this is gonna suck for us big time. So I I don't know why people are excited for this. Like what? How can you be? A, how could you be a movie lover and be excited for this? I I don't know. So. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I got because I was at work and I was just my boss is like talking to me like hey 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 because I'm I'm I was stunned I was like dude what so I don't know Hannah I've just I have no idea I need help so <laughs> it's just frustrating to say the yeah, least I'm, I'm, like I'm we don't the most frustrating thing is that we don't know it's like we have to wait and see like how this is going to play out and you know if it is really going to make as big as an impact as we think it will um or if you know theaters will be back to normal you know halfway into 2021 you know it's like we don't know we just have to sit here and wait and that's probably the most frustrating thing yeah it's true and i and like i said i could be wrong it could be 100% but as wrong. of now as of now as of right now this is feel. bullshit yeah as of right now it's just straight bullshit and shit yeah um yeah i i don't i don't i don't i don't know what else to say besides that i'm really 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 upset i don't think i've ever been this passionate as far as like as far as um movie news that i that i've been in a long time but i just don't know how you think this is this is this helps movie theaters this doesn't create like it doesn't even create like a buzz for movie theaters also i wonder i want to read a tweet can i read this tweet let me um, I, I think I bookmarked it. I won't say any names. I, I don't I don't even I follow this person, but I don't re, I don't I don't really like um what's the word interact with this person. But I just want to read this tweet because I thought it was just ridiculous. Um, give me a second. Yeah, t- t- talk about your cat or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm currently petting Rosie. She's okay, right okay. here. She's doing the show with me right now. She's being quiet, though. She's being a good girl. Um, you know what I'll do? I'll search Larry because I know Larry commented on this person's Twitter. <laughs> so that's the best uh, thing. <laughs> I love Twitter because it'd be like exposing everybody's business and whatnot. She'd be very Wi-Fi. cute. Staying in my okay. lap. <laughs> okay. I know. I know. I know. I know. Give me a second. Um, two, okay. Let me find. Sorry, guys. I'm really, really sorry. Hannah, that's you. Okay. Here it is. Here it is, here it is, here it is. Oh, here it is, here it is, here it is. is. All right, sorry guys for the wait, but I just have to say this. All right, I don't know who this person is. I don't know. Film Twitter, here's the quote. Film Twitter acting like theater, acting like movie theaters are dead. Y'all are dumb. Just like any nostalgic thing, hello, like quote unquote, like they have the parentheses, hello vinyls. The people who want to experience something the way it's intended will show up for it when it's safe to do so. In the meantime, this is an ex- this is an excellent compromise. I a hundred percent disagree. It's I'm like not when disrespect- people say that, uh, it makes I- me so <laughs> upset because I'm like, why can't we wait? Like, yeah, what, it, not, what like, is going on right now that we're like, yes, we need it on streaming right now. That's well, what I'm like. I don't know why I would right now. Like, that, yeah, we all want to like, see yo. these movies, but like. When there's a like, fucking pandemic going on, yeah. When there's a fucking pandemic going on, we all have to wait. We get that we have to wait, and we will wait. Like, so listen, I'm not gonna say because like people probably listen to this. Oh my god, did you see that, Dwayne? Listen, I'm not no disrespect to this person at all. I'm just saying why I think this quote is bullshit. Okay, because y- your example was vinyls. What? Do you know how niche 
niche of a, of the amount of people that buy vinyls, I go to Target almost every other week, and that vinyl section is almost not touched. Is that is as if you said, "Oh, hello, Blu-rays." No one buys Blu-rays anymore. Only cinephiles. That's what I'm trying to get everyone to realize: is that we are not the cusp of the box office we're not we are not we're the, the majority only one. like most most companies don't even want to do blu-rays anymore or vinyls because they're not selling anymore because everything is streaming spotify apple music whatever you're using to stream music and then movies hbo max netflix Amazon Prime Video, whatever you're using to buy movies, no one is doing these smaller. Those those crowds couldn't be any more niche. So what's your argument here? Because you buy vinyls or you buy Blu-rays or I buy Blu-rays? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is happening? Fuck. We're going on our first break, everyone. When we come back, I guess there's some breaking news as far as the Hawkeye show. We'll talk about it. I guess when we get back, I don't know if Hannah's seen it yet, but it just broke a couple of a couple of minutes ago. Back in a moment, everyone. See you many life. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now, baby. I took a half and she took the whole thing. Slow down, baby. We took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town Baby Where did these niggas be at when they say they doing all this and all that? Tired of beefing you bums, you can't even pay me enough to react Been waking up in the crib and sometimes I don't even know where I'm at Please don't pay that nigga songs in this party, I can't even listen to that Anytime that I run into somebody, it must be a victory lap, Hey, Shawty come sit on my lap, Hey, They saying Drizzy just snap this in between us is not like a store, this isn't a closable gap, Hey, I see some niggas attack, and don't end up making it back, I know that they had the crib. Alrighty, back on the show here, Cinemini Live, my name is Dwayne, once again, joined by my co-host, Hannah Ringswald. Hey. I don't know why I said your last name like that, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, okay. By the way, here's for our people who think that this is going to be a-okay for the movie theaters. Variety reports that theater stocks plunge after Warner Brothers sends 2021 films to HBO Max. This is exciting. I I can't wait. I just can't wait. That reads good news for movie theaters, baby. And I'm pumped. Fucking Uh. heck. All right, everyone. We got some breaking news. When I started the show here and i was on a ramp i was on a rampage so i missed this news from uh i think it's from uh the culture crave that's why that's at least where i got the where i read it from uh florence Pugh is confirmed to star as yelena belova in the hawkeye disney plus series and we have some new castings for the show um i'm trying to find it here we have vera farmiga uh she's gonna be starring in the show we have Tony Dalton is also going to be starring in the show. So this show is ramp is ramping up its production. So I'm excited. Yeah. Um, more Florence Pugh content is great. Listen, I when they announced the Hawkeye show, I said, "Fuck man, I don't know." We Which, all did. So, yeah. So <laughs> when they when they uh when and then when he, when I saw him in Endgame, I said, "Okay, I would love to see like what he was doing 
with all that, you know, because it kind of like his end came, his end game kind of introduction is like, it's like pretty quick, you know, he does the whole cool scene and then uh, Black Widow finds him and then he's home again. It's just like that. It's just, that that's how quick, it, that's how quick it kind of unfold, uh, unfolds. Yeah. Uh, but in the show, I would love to see how his descent into madness, because his open, the opening shot of Endgame is like, is scary. Like when his oh family God. goes the away. The opening of Endgame is like, I think maybe yeah. the most dour the movie gets. Yeah. And it, there's like fucking... some, like, down parts in that movie but there's just something so chilling about the opening yeah it's fucking dark so um yeah so i I wanted to see what they were gonna do with this so now that when they when that whole thing was happening i was like okay cool they said that we're we're gonna touch on more ronin stuff um in any game so like we're kind of gonna hopefully we're gonna see his descent into kind of madness which i'm excited to see um and then we have Haley steinfeld when that happened i was like okay i'm more interested into into the show she's clearly gonna be kate bishop which is cool and now we have florence Pugh, who's returning as uh yelena and then we have uh, we have um, uh, Vera Farmiga who's coming in as as uh, Eleanor Bishop. I'm thinking that's the mom of uh, Kate Bishop. Tony Dalton as Swordsman. No idea who that is. Uh, we have Fra Fee. Uh, then we have Alake Alakwa Cox as Echo, who's like a villain. Um, and yeah, so we have some new things happening on. Uh, we happen some uh, we having some new things happening on um, the Hawkeye TV show, which make which makes me really really excited for the show. Any thoughts? Uh, yeah, it just all just seems really cool. I don't know, I feel like I always say this when, like, casting announcements are, like, announced. I'm like, oh, it's just, like, yeah, it's cool. But, like, until, like, we know, like, more, then I'll be more excited. Um, same with, like, Florence Pugh being, like, confirmed for it. I think we talked mm-hmm. about how she was rumored for it. And I said the exact same thing where I was like, well, we don't know her character yet. So it's, like, what's so exciting about it? Because, like, we could watch Black Widow and very well be like, yeah, Florence Pugh is great, but don't like her character well, no. I, didn't like her. I didn't like when i saw the trailers when she uh when they kind of um with the florence Pugh character i just didn't like the accent like the accent's horrible but um i hope i hope i hope it, it turns into one Accents of those things don't make him break for me though like they don't I bother me it, um, as much as they bother other people or like take yeah. me out of movies as much as like it takes out other people like i can watch yeah. Robert pattinson do like bad accents Fuck, like all it. day no <laughs> i'm serious i'm just saying like i can watch like Robert pattinson do like bad accents all day like even in like the devil all the time like it's like over the top and it's like campy and it's like ridiculous but like it never like took me like out of the movie like same with like florence Pugh, um and uh the black widow trailers like you can tell that she's like you know kind of ramping it up like a little too much it's not yeah. uh subtle at all <laughs> um i hope but, they do that i hope they give it the uh scarlet witch treatment and say hey she learned how to be american or something okay fine <laughs> just, just accents are really rough. i don't know they're rough i'm not an actor so i don't know but i know they are rough on actors who are not of that of, of whatever descent they're trying to do like chadwick chadwick, chadwick boseman's african accent was hit or, hit or miss um but um i thought i think it's good but i think it i think sometimes it kind of it kind of gets choppy um but and then her accent and, the, and i've only is that's, that's only the trailer it might be might be a lot better in the movie i do remember like oof you want to be a teacher i'm like oh no florence what's going on there but um yeah listen i'm excited for the show now and i just did not give two shits about the show it's kind of like what they did with ant-man 3 i did not care about ant-man 3 at all but then they announced all they announced like jonathan majors it's king potential fantastic four so now i'm excited so that, i guess i think i think that that's what these shows kind of need they need like something to really hook people although i yeah. think people already would have watched them you know but something like a falcon and winter soldier with characters who people don't really care about yet I think Falcon um, and Winter Soldier is probably like the most like marketable, like easy, like 
one to get people to watch if i'm being honest like that yeah honestly out of all of them out of all of them that that they have right now i think that's more that's more marketable than wandavision i feel oh 100 percent. i think the the weirdest i'm gonna get a lot of casuals Um, gonna be like what is that and that trailer yeah I think I, I really do think that WandaVision is going to be the weirdest, like most experimental thing, like within the MCU. Honestly, I hope it is. Yeah, me too. It's time. I'm really you know? excited about it. It's time. I think it's time for all that shit. And these characters in the comics are weird, so why not? You know, you have and and, and you've made your point as far as like uh, the media and like and like superhero movies, so you don't have to shy away from being weird anymore. You know, like back in like two thousand, like the in the two thousand, in the early two thousand, people are gonna show up regardless. And I, yeah, I and hate whenever people the, are like, "Oh, Guardians is weird." And I'm like, "Is it though?" Like, <laughs> we we yeah, watched Star of, Wars for years, and Star Wars okay. is like, I guess it's like mainstream weird. You know what I mean? I actually, agree. Like a, a, a couple of blue, <laughs> a couple of blue and pink people doesn't make the movie weird. But yeah. um, <laughs> like, like as far, but as far as um, yeah, as far as I, I think we're, I think we, I think superhero movies proved their their staying power as far as uh, as far as mainstream media and i think you know back in 2006 do you think they would fucking do thanos no like they did they made galactus a cloud because they thought that a guy with that kind of helmet and look would just be too weird that's why we had that's why it took so long for us to get an aquaman movie because for the longest time aquaman was, was looked at as a joke the guy talks to fish in green and orange what a geek you know, then <laughs> then they ca- then they cast a freaking hot Samoan, and then yeah, the rest is history. So um, yeah, I think it. I think we're we're past that now, and I think it's it's time to get weird again. Like I hope I hope Galactus has that fucking weird and gigantic helmet. You know, I hope all that stuff mm. happens. You know, so I, I think Far From Home was the right a right step in you know we fucking the, a Jesus. step in the right direction and no matter how you feel about the movie if you don't like the movie you or you love the movie no i'm just saying if you don't like the movie or you don't love the movie it's like one of the more, more experimental movies in the mcu yeah i i, I guess so I guess. you 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 there's no like denying that <laughs> it's like objectively one of the movies in the mcu that gets a little weird like that and like doctor strange like i think that's like the weirdest things that have happened in the mcu is like doctor strange and far from home i guess because of the time i guess in travel. a way yeah i guess in a way you can say ant-man like a character a yeah ant-man and he's fighting with rats and fucking ants and shit i guess you can put that um i just always forget sorry. ant-man exists sorry so do i it's just boring and i just <laughs> like i've and i've tried it's not it's not like a one watch where i said oh, okay i tried ant-man and one and two new i'm bored this does not interest me. You can go through holes. Great. I like I like, like the first Ant Man quite a bit because I think I Edgar Wright wrote a good script for it. Um, but I don't think that Peyton Reed brought any like personality oh. outside of the script. So it's like, mm, mm. you know, I don't know. Like I'm just I, I mean the only reason why I'm excited for Ant Man three is just because everything but Ant Man. <laughs> That's everybody right. though. Everyone's like, oh my god, Ant Man! Crazy because I really like Ant Man when Peyton Reed doesn't have him. I really I, like Ant Man Endgame. I really like Ant Man in Civil War. I hundred like- percent <laughs> agree. I love uh, one of my favorite moments in Endgame is when is when Wong is like, is that is that it? You know, or is he like, no, no, Doctor Strange is like, do, you, do we have any more? And then Wong is like, oh, like you wanted more. And then fucking huge ass Ant Man comes from the rubble. I'm like, that's awesome. Get him away from Peyton Reed. That's all I want. Just get him I, away fucking from Peyton Reed. Fucking Rufus gave like Ant Man like an emotional core somehow on a stacked movie. 
Like yes. they at least did that. And, <laughs> and, and, and try and, and do that and you know, Peyton Reed's Ant-Man movies, but it never like hits the nail. You know? Like I listen, I, I get I get I get like I'm th- and that's like the only reason I think people really like there's people on Twitter like oh my god Ant Man and the Wasp is fun it's just I'm like when when's the last time you wanted to watch Ant Man realistically if I Ant-Man asked like Joe Schmo the only MC movie I've only seen once yeah, I remember one time I remember one time I brought it up and you're like oh it's bad my bad I'm like, just like, just like I, I remember having once. a good time watching it. I do <laughs> I like I'm not gonna like sit there and be like oh yeah I had a bad time in the theater I didn't like it when I watched it in the theater when I liked listen, it in the theater but I've never gone back to it. Sorry. Here's what I'll here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. When your movie comes out, and the only reason why people are invested is because of a post credit scene, then something's not good. Something's wrong with the movie. If no one absolutely cares about the movie, and they're just like, dude, what's happening in the post credit scene? We know it's gonna tie to Infinity War. At least with Captain Marvel, me personally, I don't know about everybody else, but at least some people, or me personally. I was still invested in seeing the movie. I didn't give two shit. Captain Marvel about at least has Ant-Man. like brings up discussions. Like when you think about like MCU movies that people like aren't like, you know, over the moon about, like, you know, the Spider-Man movies or Captain Marvel, they at least bring discussion. With Ant-Man, what discussion do you, do we have other than, oh yeah, it's fun? Yeah, it's, it's fucking quantum physics. Ghost is, I guess <laughs> Ghost, I guess, is kind of like cool. it's not even a lot of the time it's just everyone kind of agreeing like yeah they're kind of boring they're bland and, and that's saying something coming from like in the mcu kind of like the blueprint yes. for like bland filmmaking yes. like <laughs> this is hello true. Listen, listen, like i said like i when when infinity war ended okay everyone just wanted to go straight to and to avengers but i did see more people excited for captain marvel then and then Ant Man when when the trailer came out everyone's okay cool a peg got big Ghost is going through wall okay but everyone was like what's the post credit scene and then coming out of the movie that's all I saw on t- on like Twitter was the post credit scene no one talked about the movie no one at least Captain Marvel people talked about the movie and the end credit scene. That's why the character. I just no one By the cares way, about Captain Ant-Man. Marvel has such a banger uh, post credit scene. So good. Yes, it's I kind of wish that scene it's was great. in the movie. I I really do wish it was an Endgame. Miss Fury, bad the fuck ass, bad ass. Okay, love it. Ant Man, just people disappear off screen. The fuck is that? And then he's like, and he's fucking floating, and he's like, guys, guys, and then no one cares. Everyone moved on to Captain Marvel. Is Sorry, and that's crazy, and, and and I've said that on past shows too. I like Ant Man when he's like I agree with you when he's not on with Peyton. I just I like him, and I'm like cool. In in Civil War, he's great. In Endgame, he's great. I think one of his one of, one of his some of the best scenes are with him and like Hawkeye. Some of the best like him. A lot of Endgame daughter. has so much Ant Man in it. <laughs> yeah, Ant Man is and his like daughter, a main character. In him. <laughs> Him like um him finding out about the, about like what happened after being in there so long and and then him coming like you know actually like it's I think it's so poetic to where I think it, I think one of the main parts of not, not a lot of people talk about because Avengers Assemble and Thor and then Thor's Mjolnir you know being lifted by Captain America all that stuff is like overshadows what happened with like Ant Man in that movie but like at the end when you have like someone as like like a Hulk like a war machine like a rocket who at the end of the day without Ant Man they wouldn't be alive. 
They just they're in they're they're about to drown. You see this small fucking human like traveling through water, and you're like, what the fuck is Ant Man gonna do? It did not. I remember it did not even cross my mind that he can get big. I'm like, what the fuck is Ant Man gonna do? And then he and then <laughs> and then everyone shows up, and then there's big fucking Ant Man, and I'm like, oh yeah. Listen, also, Ant Man is the one that kind of puts the audience in like everyone's shoes because he's the one that like his perspective is what we are. Because he's the one that gets, like, out of the quantum realm and is like, what the fuck is going on? So, like, we're exactly, kind of seeing, like, that. everything from his perspective for, like, the yeah. first half of the movie. Yeah, I absolutely love that. So, I think Ant-Man with a new director would be great, but it ain't happening because Peyton Reed is back. He's here to stay, baby. Fuck. I wish he had, like, a co-director. Someone else. Anyone? Oh, man. Somebody I like, help this guy. There's so many directors where I'm like, oh, they would kill Ant-Man. Like, I know. I, I we say him. I know, we say him for everything. Lord and Miller. Imagine what Lord and Miller would do with Ant Man. Imagine it. Imagine how much fun they would have with Ant Man. And and oh, bring an emotional core to it because they always nail that emotional core, no matter how funny their movies are. Like I fucking cry during the end of the fucking Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> yeah, you got fucking Ti in here and Lawrence Fishburne and and Ghost is like it hurts and I'm like dude. Oh, that makes it. me so sad for Lawrence Fishburne because he was so excited to be in like a comic book movie, a Marvel movie. You're in fucking Ant Man too, baby. Yeah, it makes me so sad for him because he was so excited about it. <laughs> I, I guess what I guess the one thing I got excited for when it came to Ant Man two was the Wasp. Because like, okay, cool, we have the Wasp, and then she just she she all She's of her like, stuff, all of her. Her, even they he's kind of a geek in his own movie too because even the writing is like dude you're a geek like the wasp can get small she has all these blasters she has wings you have to you fly on an ant and and you're a geek <laughs> just, I just don't ah, i don't know guys anyway um it's not really much else to talk about as far as news besides the hbo uh stuff not hbo yeah but like the warner brothers stuff um and whatnot. So we have five more minutes to bullshit. Five more minutes to bullshit. I guess we'll get into some like text messages and um, before we get into um, <laughs> the actual like calls here. So if you want to send us a text message, as always, please text us at 617-506-3409. We will answer them as soon as possible. Oh yeah, I forgot to announce you on the show. If you haven't seen my Twitter, uh, we have a new we have a new kind of game debate kind of show coming to the podcast. Um, Cinemania Love Hate. Uh, love slash hate basically it's a debate show where uh one person will come on the show on the blue side and they will be defending a movie and then the other person will be coming in on the red side and they'll be telling saying reasons why they hate the movie or why it's like bad i guess trying to go back and forth i will be the host but then occasionally there'll be times where i will be in the you know battling out per se with far from home when it comes to hannah hannah and I will be getting into it <laughs> I, I need to but- find somebody who's like passionately like not okay not i worded that so wrong like passionate about it chapter two being bad i really need to talk to somebody and like be like this is why you're wrong well here's (laughs) here's the thing okay like listen i with far from home me and you are just gonna go in circles because i know we are (laughs) you already do (laughs) because i like i know that it's like i understand and like it's your opinion whatever (laughs) whatever right but with it chapter two i have so many like just a fucking like list of things where i'm like listen here (laughs) i 
I have been going back and forth with people on it chapter two since it fucking came out. So I'm I'm very, very prepared for that one. But far from home, it's just gonna be me and Dwayne like screaming at each other. Yep, most likely. <laughs> that's there's literally like two shows ago where that happened. Um, listen, so basically the, the that's the premise of the show. Um, probably gonna be like maybe like thirty minutes to an hour, depending on the uh, the movie, I guess. But um, yeah. Also, it's it's not gonna be like it's it's pure fun. Obviously, things will get heated when it comes to people who are what depends on the movies that people are passionate about. But um, I guess some of the movies that I wanted to kind of do shows like this on is obviously far from home. The last Jedi is a popular one. The rise of Skywalker, um, it chapter two, I guess for Hannah, um, Batman versus <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Uh, I, oh, I can't wait for this. Cause I know I'm going to fucking hate the Snyder cut. So when that comes out, I want someone to tell me why the fuck it's amazing or a master. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No, so that's you, uh, we're arguing somebody about Bat Batman versus Superman just put on Cosmonauts video and just let that. Oh play. my God. Dude, that video, okay, we might not be able to get the question started. Sorry, guys, but that video is fucking amazing, okay? It's so good. It's so good because it's so, I don't think I've ever seen like a think piece kind of video really, really that I've agreed with 100%. There's not one thing in, in that video I'm like, oh, no, I mean, well, like everything was just on point. Like even the people who like the Snyder, who love BVS are having a hard time arguing with, I'm looking at comments on the video. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, seeing I'm sure he knew that he had to, like, when he was, like, writing, like, the video, I'm sure he knew that he would yeah. have to cover the everything like, because they're... The movie's not, like, fun. a... It's not, like, a half a million views, which is great for him and that channel, because I'm a big fan of that channel. I watch, oh, I watch all of the... Oh, yeah, I watch all of the videos, so I, I got the notification, and I said, oh, boy. Hello, Far and, From um, Home. Did uh, you... Liker. <laughs> oh, did you see the the first comment on the video was they are coming and i said yeah. oh my God. <laughs> so he uh the, the video the video is great he goes from man to man of steel to uh he goes from man of steel to uh to bvs and then i posted a little clip today from his man of steel part and then even like my brett there's just no argument it's the truth like superman is horrible in his movies like he's horrible like like i i really i try to get like people to tell me why they think it's not a bad thing that superman is just fucking jumping over gas tanks to look cool and watching a whole building go up into flames or why he's taking zod's head and going through a building after building after building watching them fall behind him there's has there hasn't been one argument as to why that's okay I guess one argument you can bring up is like, oh, well, what about in, in, in the Avengers movie when they were, I'm like, dude, the first thing they establish is evacuating. That's like the first thing they, there's no scene like that in Man of Steel. He, he, he can easily bring Zod to like a warehouse. And even, apparently across from, um, across from Metropolis, there's some fucking warehouse that they use in BBS. He could have just took him away from the city, but he's going through buildings. He's going through the streets. He's, he's, he's lasering and, everything. And listen <laughs> what here, with the Avengers movies, when there is like you know uh, casualties of like innocent people, there's consequences in the MCU. Like Age Voltron is a full movie about consequences. Civil War, especially, is a big movie about consequences. Like you know, it's never like with Man of Steel, we just never bring it up again. You know, except for yeah. the opening of Batman vs Superman from Batman's perspective. But apparently, Batman is the only one that's upset about it. So it's like, you know. Yeah, it's um. So it hit, the video was Chef's Kiss because I, I I don't see not a single DC who has any kind of argument that even comes close to the video because just what can you argue? 
Like when he's like Batman, he's Batman is straight up murdering people. He's branding people. <laughs> and he and listen, he said the only thing that he likes from the movie is the only thing that I like from the movie, and that's the warehouse scene. I think I like the opening too because because like you mean I love the opening of Batman versus Superman. I, I like the and, and it kind of shows what Batman really is. He does not care if he dies. He's gonna try to save as much people as he can. So he runs towards the smoke while everyone is running away from the smoke. I love that. And then Batman's warehouse scene is great, but then the rest of the movie is a disaster. It's it's a disaster. I mean, so. This is just another reason why I'm so excited for <laughs> the Batman. Because <laughs> Matt yeah, Reeves is so crazy to like see somebody like Zack Snyder talk about Batman and they just like everything Don't get it. that he says is just like he obviously Wrong. doesn't like this is coming from somebody who doesn't even like read comics. But I've like I said this in the group chat, I've consumed enough Batman content to know like the core values of Batman. And that's so. what he said. He <laughs> said, You don't need to read a comic to know that that's wrong. Like yeah. Batman is like and then Matt Reeves has a has, he did a quote recently about the Batman it's so and like crazy his version. to see like the difference of like how they speak about the character. Right. And he's like in his quote, he's like, Yeah, you're gonna see he's gonna he's gonna be a lot he's gonna be violent. Batman is very violent, but he doesn't kill you straight up. Batman in this movie is blowing people up. He's shooting. Watch Why Matt Reeves at DC fandom. Watch Matt Reeves yeah. at DC fandom. He speaks so eloquently and like so like in depth about like why he loves the character and you know um the mythos of the character and it's so like nice to see a director just like so obviously like understand a character and it's just it like it really does just put so much like faith in like people who are looking forward to the movie because they're like we aren't gonna be like basically like spit in the face of you know yeah yeah and um i don't i have no idea though why um Zach is just, this is why I don't care. And, and the, he has this fan base and I, you just, I've said this ad nauseum that I don't get it. I don't, I, I get, and I, and this is something that's come from someone that I, I completely understand that the, I've said numerous times about how horrible Warner Brothers was to him, but these movies are not masterpieces. These movies are disasters. Like they're just not good. Um, and then I saw when I saw that rumor like a couple of months ago that he was thinking about Supergirl. I don't want him near a fucking Supergirl movie at all because I know she's going to be one of the most dour and sad. And that's just not who that character is. She's witty. She's exciting. And she's fun because there's nothing wrong with fun in a comic book movie. Zack okay? Snyder is for the edgelords of the world. Yes. So he can do <laughs> as many as he can do as many R-rated heroes as he's want to. I'm sure he do great at them to be honest. Go for it. Okay? Go for your Watchmen's. Go for your go for your Red Hoods whatever. Okay? I actually wouldn't mind a Zack Snyder Red Hood movie. But when it comes to like Superman, Supergirl, a, a Green Lantern, a Aquaman, he needs to be far away from those characters that you know scream happiness I would love because to see Zack Snyder like take a back seat from like directing and like maybe like do some like cinematography because all his movies are like beautiful <laughs> yeah do that I, I, that's it, why I, said, I don't like I... he like he has like an eye for like you know shooting action and like you know things along those lines because like his movies yeah. aren't like you know visually boring ever it's yeah, just so the listen, content. <laughs> do do all of do do that. Like I I do all of, do all of that as much as you want to do. But when it comes to like the happy heroes, no, okay, <laughs> just no, okay. Um, all right, we're gonna go on on our 
last break of the show. When we come back, we are going to be taking phone calls, quote unquote. Listen, this is once again a trial by error. So we'll see how it goes. If it's a disaster, then I'll take on. I'll take ownership. Uh, um, I'll take ownership if it's a disaster. If it's not, and you like it, and it's great, then I'll pat myself on the back. All right. So with that being said, back in a moment, everyone. Send me light. back on the show everyone cinemania live in this next segment we are taking uh your live phone calls like i said in the last segment i have no idea how this is gonna work so we will see how it works um i'm joined as always by hannah hannah hello hi and we already have our first caller on the air today we have kobe mac kobe what's up what yo, you got on yo, your mind? yo what's up it's your boy kobe mac long time listener first time caller how y'all doing <laughs> How you doing, Kobe, man? What's going on, brother? Man, I'm alive. I'm alive. Man, it's so good to hear your voice. How is everything? Yeah, everything's all right, except I, I realize I'm, I'm going to have to make a statement because folks thought like I was like dead or something. I'm alive, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say I've been with you forever. Well, you've been in Twitter jail. We know why. I, oh, I yeah. I've been in Twitter jail. <laughs> but like even on like podcasts, I haven't talked to you in forever. I know. It's been a minute, y'all. Forgive your boy. I got some stuff going on in the background personally, but uh, much love for everyone who's reached out and asked what I'm doing. But I am alive, and I'll be back sometime next year. All right. That sounds good, bro. So, all right. So, I opened the floodgates today for today's show because I wanted people to come on to give their thoughts on the HBO Max and uh, Warner Brothers kind of decision. So, let's hear where you stand. Where do you think? What do you think about all this? Are you kidding me? Okay, listen, 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 listen. listen. All right. I'm a man of two minds on this, right, y'all? So listen. Okay. Obviously, California just got an order to go back into like lockdown, lockdown, right? Mm-hmm. So as a business owner, what am I left to do, right? I'm HBO. They got their big daddy AT&T hovering over them. Man, we need to make some money. We got to sell this HBO Max. So from a business standpoint, I completely understand the move. I'm not in completely in love with like the logistics of it, but people are operating in a lot of different scopes. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. COVID doesn't exist here. So it's really, really different. I've been at the movie theater every week, twice a week since Tenet. All right? And let me tell y'all something. For the folks out there that believes that it's unsafe, that's that's up to y'all. It's been very safe. I shout out AMC and all the other independently owned theaters that are still operating. They're working their asses off to run their business as safe as possible, following protocols, and still giving their industry an opportunity to thrive. But it's a business, so I can understand HBO. And Disney's going to follow suit. Universal is obviously doing their own thing where they have this streaming service that they need to make money off of, right? 
Um, was the streaming service needed? No, but they've got it, and this is where it's going to be. Um, I don't like the day and day release. I personally okay. would love like that <clears throat> exclusive window for the theaters to have for like a week or two, and then okay. for it to go to HBO Max. But at that point, what's the point? Um, right, right. The one as a filmmaker, movies were not designed to be watched on a phone, um, a, a, a laptop, or a TV. All right. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Colby does Dolby. I already got my tickets. <laughs> I bought my tickets yesterday for Wonder Woman, and I cannot wait Great, to watch yeah. Christmas morning. But that's my choice, and I got to okay. be safe about it with myself. You know, I feel bad for some of those folks that feel like this is going to crush the industry. I don't think so. All right. I still think okay. that there is a chance. I think we all just have to understand that so many things are going to happen within the next three to six to nine months. Um, collectively, if we say that we love and want theaters to stay around, it's up to us to patronize them. If we don't and we want to like just be at home in the comfort of our beautiful couches and big screen TVs and watch these movies, um, just know movies are going to change. If this is the way of the future, no way are people spending 200 to 300 million dollars to produce movies. That's not yeah. happening. So you will not be getting these epics like you think. And if that's going to be the thing that goes away, then of course theaters will go away. But if yeah. we're going to get tenants, nope, there's no. There's no sorry. There's <laughs> there's no way that any studio will greenlight a budget of over two hundred million dollars just to be able to put it on a five you know a five and a half inch screen on your iPhone. It's not gonna happen. Okay, so all right, so I understand. It feels like you're kind of on both sides here, and I um I can definitely respect where you're coming from as far. I was just like, if you listen, when you go back and you, and you guys all listen to the show, when we, uh, when we like the first segment, I was just infuriated. Oh yeah. Dwayne's losing his shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> losing it. Um, because I, I, I just don't see how this is going to help anyone. And I just don't know why they're just making this decision right away without even seeing how Wonder Woman does. Um, and I, and I, like you said, you brought it up. I fear like the, I fear the smaller movies, the smaller movies that are gonna, that are probably, cause like we've already kind of seen them coming out on VOD and people not really flocking to them already. So when you have one, one in theater and then you have the other one, uh, kind of, you have the, another option is to like watch it at home. I just don't see a lot of people. Um, doing that and I also I brought up casuals I'm just like casuals are like the main one of the main heartbeats when it comes to box office and I just see a lot more casuals wanting to stay home like like Kobe you have you have a daughter and you already know how expensive it is to take her to the movie it's expensive unless you have if you don't have like if you don't have a list or stuff like that but you know it's expensive and, and I'm sure like if you take yourself out of the cinephile shoes it's probably cheaper to just stay at home Throw it up on the TV, and that's it. You guys watching the movie like Tom that's and Jerry cool. next year, you know? Yeah. So um, that's just my fear. I just don't see a lot of casuals doing this. So um, with the sake for the sake of the uh, live show and uh, us keeping keeping the conversation going to other callers here, uh, Colby, I do want to say thank you for for um, for calling in today, and I really appreciate you giving your thoughts on the Colby Mac. Oh my God! On the uh, HBO Max <laughs> decision. Don't worry about world. it. I like it better. The Kobe Max, the HBO Max. <laughs> Kobe, it's coming. Kobe, Kobe Atmos and all that stuff. It, um, but listen, I really do appreciate you uh, you coming on. Uh, we're gonna switch to Alex. We have Alex it was on so the nice line. It's so nice to hear from you, Kobe. Hey, yeah, take so really it easy, fun. Anna. Love you guys. Take it easy. All right. Love you too, bro. Much uh, much love. All right, we have Alex here. Alex, let's get your thoughts on the HBO Max decision. Stop unmuting your mic, you numbskull. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, sorry. Uh, yeah, today's a day where I feel like I need a therapist. Um, 
yeah, I'm not I'm not huge on this decision. Uh, the reason I wanted to actually talk about this is because this is a this is a business decision um, that obviously like is going to have a ripple effect on cinema. And the way the way I kind of equate it is like very similar to like the restaurant industry, which I'm a part of. Like you look at you look at like the restaurant industry right now. Like I honestly had to work tonight, but they called me out. Because there was nobody coming in. Like, nobody's coming into restaurants. Like, just like how nobody's going out to movie theaters right now. Like, it, like everybody want, like everybody who comes out to a restaurant wants to sit outside. And then, mm. and then they can't now because outdoor seating's gone. So it's, like, so it's like, now what do restaurants do? Like, restaurants are starting to go under just like movie theaters as well. So how, how are restaurants going to make their business? It's like, oh, do you do takeout or do you just close? So it's it's kind of like the same conundrum in a little bit, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a huge fan of this at all because like I don't know I just I want like I feel like this is like the final nail in the coffin for like movie theaters like I think uh, I think Tyler just posted a uh, a message Tate money you mean you mean Tay money Jesus is that him is that him? <laughs> I saw Tay money come in and I was like I know Larry isn't on this bullshit it's Tyler. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, yes, right, so it is Tay Money posted a, uh, <laughs> posted a um, posted a message to the group chat where it's like uh, theater stocks plunge after Warner Brothers will release all 2021 films on HBO Max. I just, I mean, I just see everybody gravitating more towards streaming. Like, if streaming is the future, like, are there's so many questions that I think you have to bring into that whole business model. Mm-hmm. Like, are they eventually going to have to charge us? for like $30 or $35 on top of the streaming service fee for these big budget movies. Um, or if, or if they're not going to do that, are we going to get something similar to like the AMC a list or Regal unlimited? Is that going to be, or is each streaming service going to do that for their streaming service? Or is there going to be one app that does that for all the streaming services, you know, just kind of questions like that, which that last one probably wouldn't make sense after the failure of movie pass. But I mean, those, those are just questions that are like, riding in my head right now and mm-hmm. i just i don't see how like big budget blockbusters would thrive on streaming services without like a premium without yeah i guess without a premium price at least for the time being i mean i think they could eventually figure it out but but i mean i i, I agree with you guys like they should have waited to see what the numbers for wonder woman were going to be like yeah, um, I, I, I agree 100%. And I, and I know someone like you, who's you kind of always been kind of iffy on the streaming, yeah. kind Plus, of movie yeah. straight to streaming kind of thing. So I completely get it as far as yeah. uh, I, I just can't imagine you just wanting to watch Godzilla versus Kong on like your fucking exactly. And then like, and then like on top of that, too. <clears throat> so I don't know if anybody knows this, but Netflix streaming is increasing their prices. It's going up to $18. Well, yeah. So, so like, I'm mad at so I think Netflix I, is doing yeah. their own thing. Yeah. I'm mad at them. Yeah. But, so, um, so, so, sorry, Alex. I feel like yeah. Netflix would be the only streaming service that I would like pay like twenty dollars for because they've yeah. like they've been a yeah. streaming service for a long time and they've yeah. like kind of you know they, they like know they've like, proven themselves yeah, you know yeah. put out quality content right, um, produce right. a lot of content on top of that something right. like hulu it's like we're just now getting like you know hulu originals we don't have like abundance of like hulu originals right. um and like hbo max a new streaming service you know we're not getting a whole bunch of originals same with like disney plus so it's right. like it makes sense that they charge you know not as much as netflix but netflix you know raising their price it's like understandable that's besides the point but <laughs> yeah no i can oh, agree. I, 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 can agree. I see that yeah 
<clears throat> um, all right, Alex, I appreciate you uh, you calling in today. Yeah. You can hang up the call or do what you got to do, but I appreciate you, brother. Right. Uh, Alex is always on the show here and there. Um, the World Show hasn't really been a thing for a long time since the pandemic started, but you yeah. can catch Alex on like some movie reviews and stuff like that. So thank you, my friend, and on the Hero Hour. So thank you, Alex. Really appreciate it. Yeah. All right, next, we have... Uh, oh, by the way, some- guys, we, we don't have to talk about the HBO Max thing if you don't want to. You can ask questions. I'm sure... Yeah, like, yeah, you can do you whatever know, you want, especially all- you probably here. do want to uh, talk about the HBO Max thing, but if you want to just ask a question, you can do that also. <laughs> All right. With that being said, we have an avid listener um, here on the show for the very, very first time. We have Daniel Berrios. Daniel, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Hello. How are y'all doing? I'm hiding from my sleeping child in my room, but uh, I'm doing okay. <laughs> Uh, very nice to hear from you. Um, thank you for calling in uh, once again. So what's on your mind today? Uh, well, I guess with the HBO thing, I'm going to be brief because I had a, or another question. But the HBO thing, look, we're in the pandemic as worse as it could possibly be. I mean, this thing is not going to get better anytime soon. And what I think studios are at least trying to do with their streaming services is maintain some form of exclusivity bonus. I mean, the only reason that you watch a movie over another one is because you have a desire to do so. And then the best way to do that right now is to make anything exclusive. We can't really take people out to drive-ins. The infrastructure isn't there. And you can't have people going to the theaters because, you know, there's a pandemic. So I think the best way right now, people saying that this is the way of the future, I, I don't think so at all. I think we're trying this out. There's definitely some things that are going to irreparably change. There's going to be a bigger push towards streaming after this is all said and done. But I think right now we're all still in crisis mode. So once this has blown over, I think then we'll be able to kind of look back with some uh, clarity on the COVID crisis of 2019, 2020, potentially 2021, and see how that uh, changed the movies forever. Uh, that's true. I guess, Um. yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see how they're going to do it. They, they did say it's a one-year plan, I guess. So maybe, but then someone else was on Twitter was like, dude, this is, if this works, this this ain't going to be a one-year plan. Um, but I, I, I just, I'm just really... I just think out of all the things that have been going on with this year, Warner Brothers has really shown what not to do. They released Tenet. They're doing this. I was fine. At least I, they're I don't trying know, if you, Yeah, yeah like, you know um, what? That, that's they're, right. They're the, they're the studio that like every other studio is looking at right now. It's kind of watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're kind of watching that's them. That's not like, working, and that is working. Like, okay, Warner so Brothers that is the fails. studio that's kind of like taking Yeah, I mean, like, the first guy money. over the hill takes all the arrows, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's actually a great. Yeah, see, there you go. But anyway, um, I um, yeah. So I, I guess we'll we'll have to wait and see. I was just I, I said that re- early in the show. It's like waiting yeah. is probably the most frustrating thing that's going on right now. Is like waiting I, to see like how this is going to turn out. Yeah, and I think um, if you've been listening to the to the start of the show, from my reaction to the to the first segment to now, I think I'm starting to calm down, kind of to hear everyone's kind of thoughts on it and stuff, and seeing where because we just never know where it's gonna go. Um, I still think it's gonna be a disaster, but we'll see. Uh, Daniel, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for coming on the show. Wait, uh, he, he wanted to ask something else. Uh, I'm just gonna do it real quick. Uh, random stupid question. Give me a Cinemania World movie. Who do you want directing it? A movie for us? Yeah, you go for it. Man. Go for <laughs> some, it. Some, 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 <laughs> he said, <laughs> 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 um, 
<laughs> some numbskull would be like Zack Snyder. I'd be like, dude, no. Okay? David Fincher. David Fincher, because he did the social network, and I feel like a Cinemania <laughs> would be a lot like the social network. I just want my Anna's fuck you and your flip flops scene. <laughs> yes, I need honestly, that I want. I want. Honestly, I want Ari Aster. I just want to see what fucked up shit he has in mind. Oh no. So, yeah. The A24 production production and all that stuff. Um, All right, Daniel, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, We're going to get to our next caller here. This is another uh, Cinemania World member. Nice talking to you, Daniel. It was nice listening to y'all. It's it's wonderful hanging out with y'all. Thanks. Yeah, I really appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much. Um, All right, we have uh, Tyler here from the Cinemania World team. I don't know. He put his name as Tyler. Tyler, when I saw when I saw your name come in, I had to mute my mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was like, dude, what oh is? I actually god. got excited. I said, oh my god, pay money. <laughs> yeah, pay money. She like all along what? has known us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Money was a cinephile. All right, Tyler, what's going on, brother? What love do you have to love say you wild, on the show today? Uh, I mean, I definitely echo several of the things, at least that I heard. I kind of came in in the middle of uh, Colby talking about everything. So I don't oh, know how many first. people were before him, but I just know since yeah, then. That's all. Oh, well, in that case, yeah. I mean, I I agree with a lot of the things that were said between him, Alex, and Daniel. I think, I like 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 Dwayne said, I think I have kind of calmed down a little bit just because I was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is kind of like the end of days. I mean, even though I do make, even though I do make some jokes about it still, you know, the end is near as I talked about the, uh, the stock prices of theaters plunging after the announcement. It's uh, some of these movies that on their slate, I kind of figured they were going to throw to streaming anyway, you know, stuff like Tom and Jerry, like that. And even uh, there were talks about like a week ago about uh, Mortal Kombat going to HBO Max and they changed their mind, which I guess they <laughs> that, changed their mind Like literally it was like the last few days it was like they thought about putting on HBO Max and then they changed their mind and now they're like, oh, actually, no, it is going to go on HBO on Max. It's Bros. weird. I mean, Warner Brothers... <laughs> I agree because it seems like like uh, Warner Brothers is that studio and that seems to be kind of just throwing everything at the wall and balls. seeing what sticks. We see <laughs> exactly, you know, for better or for worse, at least they're going to go out swinging. You know, they've always been that studio that kind of just you never really know what they're going to do PR wise, just because in the years, you know, even even in years past where we've talked about, it, you know, Dwayne and I especially and Larry as well from the show how Warner Brothers just kind of just can't make up their mind when it comes to releases, and then some of them suffer when you think that they should have not suffered, you know, like Dr. Sleep Pet last year. But, I mean, I get it. I get that you want to make return on your investment. You want to, you know, some of these movies have been probably, you know, they've obviously, almost all of them, I'm pretty sure, have been delayed to some degree, or, you know, whether it be a month or a year, like something like Dune. And you want to get your return on your, your investment, at least in some shape or form, just because they do build interest if they're just going to sit there for a while. And I guess some money is better than no money. Because I definitely, I can't see a lot of these movies being like big box office hits, like, you know, in years I past. I like, you know, like, like, don't go there, don't like even $2 say billion. it. <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where we'll be. Fortunately for Dune, Dune is like way later in the year. So it may, for, you know, if you want to get your hopes up, I guess, like potentially that could actually be like a, they may change their mind by then. We may be in a better place God, as a so. nation and they <laughs> people will actually go see that. 
Yeah, because it's like the end of next year, I believe. So, but it's a shame. I mean, seeing all these because, like, I mean, like you all alluded to. I mean, some of these movies obviously are built more for the theatrical experience. You know, I don't want to watch like Godzilla yes. fight King Kong on my phone. Like, you know, there's just or watch anything from you know, like Hannah was talking about Dune. Like Dune, Suicide I don't want my first watch you know? of Dune to be on my yeah. phone or even my laptop. Yeah, like any of these movies that you can think of, there's several of them, not all of these. Some yeah. of these movies I, I would be okay with watching on my TV at home. There's some of them, like Tom and Jerry. Uh, even in The Conjuring's one where, you know, you want to see a, a horror film, like a big horror event like that in a packed crowd, which unfortunately we, that may not be the case. But I do get that some of these movies do have to eventually be released as we're kind of like still filming things at the moment. Like we're still filming movies for the future. I don't think theatrical is going to go away entirely, though. I think that... We'll see how it goes. I think I would give I'll give this whole HBO Max same day as theatrical thing, maybe like five, six months, and we'll see the return on investment for it, like Dwayne was talking about, and I agree all like wholeheartedly. They should have probably at least waited until and maybe like the beginning of the year. I mean, I don't know, because there are some movies that are coming out in the beginning of the year, but like to see what Wonder Woman does, because you seems like they're really kind of jumping the gun here announcing this before Wonder Woman was a hit. Like if Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four was like this massive hit on HBO Max and movie theaters, I think they could have been like, oh yeah, this is a great idea. Let's just move our whole release date, you know, the same way. But now they're just doing it, jump the gun. I guess they just assume that it's going to be a really big hit and they may look dumb. You know, we may may be looking back at the end of the month, you know, early in the next year and they may, and it may be a big flop. I was telling like I feel like they probably got like a bunch of new subscribers when they made that Wonder Woman announcement and said, let's do it, you know? And I, and listen, Mm -hmm. if there's any studio that's reacting, Actionary like that. I mean, this is the one. This is it. So I totally see that being a thing where they just got like some type of up. They got some kind of like really, really big tick and subscribers. And then they said, okay, maybe this is this is the way. Let's just release everything. I have no idea how this is going to work. We don't know how this is all going to work. They really do. They do need the subscribers because yeah. they are. Very, they, they. I think they yeah. were at like eight million or something like that which is yeah, really really like, low for this is like 70 million right now so i guess <laughs> this is their way of just trying to get up there with netflix and a disney and it's like they're not and they're doing what people kind of got turned off on with mulan they're not doing extra charges on these movies which brings the yeah but it, it does bring a question from alex which i'm glad he said how like i mean does it doesn't it doesn't need some kind of charge for this to, for them to make their money back i are they do they care they make their money back if as long as they have the subscribers we just don't know you know so i mean like we like you said we we just have to wait and see that's true what happens but um all right so before we end the show we're gonna get to our last caller uh tyler i, pre- I appreciate it tay money Okay. I, I By the way, everyone listening has no idea resist. what the fuck like the significance of Tay Money is. <laughs> yes, yes. We're just talking um, about Tay Money and laughing about it. So uh Tyler, thank you again as always. So we're gonna get to our last caller here. This is also an avid listener to the podcast. We have Marcus on the show for the first time. Marcus, thank you for calling in. What do you have in your mind, my friend? Hi. Good. How you doing? Good. I wanted to make sure this was working. This is all. This is all new. <laughs> you are on the air, my friend. Oh man, what you got for us? Well, I'm, I'm glad to be on here. Yes, this is exciting. Well, I guess uh, I'm going to start off hot already in the first time and uh, stir the pot here. I think. Uh, I think the move with uh, HBO Max streaming all the movies next year, I think, is a good thing. What? 
I, 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 now hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> like, like I heard earlier, um, since we have no idea when this whole COVID thing's going to end, I feel like they clearly see that they're not going to, they're going to lose a lot of money if they don't find some way of showing it to us without just delaying it constantly. So I feel like in that aspect, this is a good decision. But I do hear the other side of just theaters in general, especially the big movies like Godzilla and so on, that would really benefit that. But at the same time, at least for us over here, that's very problematic and we can't really do anything about that unless we're overseas. All right. Where are you where are you where are you uh where are you living right now? Me? I'm in Vancouver, Washington. Oh, okay. So just nothing's open over there, right? No, okay. no, it's uh it's ground zero. So that's probably not <laughs> I feel like, like I this live would in be like, like would be beneficial. I feel like I live in like the most like out of like everyone on the team, like the most like smallest town. So it's like, yeah, all my stuff is still open. <laughs> and you guys are like living in like yeah. bigger towns. Right. You guys are like, no, nothing is open. We have nothing. <laughs> and I feel so yeah, bad. So, yeah, gonna rub that in. I'm that's so interesting. sorry. Yeah, I'm just from New York over here. <laughs> so that's interesting. So um, you have so so you're kind of kind of because you 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 get the chance to have the option of being at home since things are not open to watch these movies and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Although I would love to see most of them in a theater. Yeah. But yeah. If I mean, if I don't have that option, then <laughs> what else am I going to do? Right. Right. Um, okay. I guess that that makes sense. I mean, I can't argue with that actually. So, um, did you have anything else on your mind before we um, get off air? Uh, no, that was really on my head. Okay. All right. That's on my head, really. Um, all right. So but yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. So uh, okay. So with that being said, um, I want to thank you once again for for calling in or just clicking the link on Twitter. Um, it looks like this this has worked so far. I got to see how it is like post editing and all that stuff. Um, but it looks like this this was a success as far as uh, people um, being interested to talk about the HBO Max kind of stuff today and the Warner Brothers decisions. So Marcus, I do appreciate it, and Thanks everyone else who. You. Yeah, everyone else. Yeah, who, uh, thank you so much. This is so cool. It means the, means the world. Of Aww. course, of course. And I appreciate you uh, you always listening and stuff like that and giving your thoughts. Um, so, Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone else who, who chimed in today and gave us their thoughts, really appreciate it, whether you sent us a text message or you called in. Um, I really do appreciate it. And with that being said, everyone, that is it. That is the end of this show. Uh, uh, Hannah, let everyone know where they can follow you. At rejected Hannah on oh, <laughs> Twitter. Sorry. I literally almost said at movies and cats just I now. Know. Ridiculous. Rejected uh, Hannah just feels so wrong. Hey Marcus, why not? You're here. Let everyone know they can follow you. Oh yeah, at uh, Straight Edge for Life ninety five. All right, and you can follow me on Twitter, everyone at Cinemaniac ninety four, um, and Instagram at Cinemaniac nineteen ninety four. That is it, everyone. We'll talk Ooh, to you guys soon. Instagram plug. Oh yeah, I always. I think <laughs> that's new. It depends. <laughs> Um, all right, gotta plug it all. <laughs> With that being said, uh, you will see Hannah. I forgot it's Thursday, so you will see Hannah and I back on Tuesday for another live show. Uh, we will, and we'll probably do the phone thing again, so I'm excited. So, that being said, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne, that was Hannah. I thank you guys all for calling and sending your text message, really appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.